Welcome to Ben Worthy, the podcast, a special conversation series that provides a safe space for women of color to share their worthy aha moment. I'm your host, Dominique Clark. And sis, I'm here to remind you that you've been worthy. All right, ladies, come on in. I hope you're ready for today's guest. She is a true powerhouse in every facet of the word. When I tell you there's nothing that this woman hasn't done, there is nothing. And so on this episode, I am so excited to introduce you to Dr. Ashley Little, who is the CEO and founder of Ashley Little Enterprises, LLC. Now let's take a step back because I want you to hear all the amazing things that her company encompasses, right? It's media, consulting work, writing, ghostwriting, book publishing, book coaching, project management, magazine, public relations and marketing, and empowerment speaking. I hope you caught all of that. Learn more about this Ben Worthy beauty and her worthy aha moment now. Dr. Ashley Little, welcome to Ben Worthy, the podcast. Thank you for this amazing invitation, Dominique. I just love everything that you're doing, your platform, and I'm just thankful to be here. Yes, you are so incredible. Everybody got to hear your resume and all the amazing things that you're doing, the impact that you're having in the community, you know, the entrepreneurs and authors that you are setting up for success. I think it's so incredible. But take me back to when you were a kid, right, with hopes and dreams, Oh, <laughs> taking me back. Oh, wow. Great yeah, question. Who did you want to become? Yeah. So, you know, as a little kid, I was involved in everything, right? Ballerina, tap dance, I did karate. So I think I've just been involved since a very early age, right? I'm involved in the church, acting, you know, hosting a thing. So, you know, it's just been in my DNA, I guess. And I've always wanted to be an attorney until I graduated from college, right? And then it changed, you know how that pivot just happens, right? I even took the LSAT, but I was just like, and I passed it too. And I was just like, okay, well, I don't wanna go to law school now. I want to uh, grow um, the for-profit education side. And so uh, I had a mentor that actually was part of my sorority as well, but also a great mentor in the industry of for-profit education who really uh, took me under her wing and really helped me climb the ladders. Of course, I had to do the work because you can't yeah. miss that. You can't, I don't care how many mentors and coaches you have, you gotta do the work. So I had to do the work, of course, continuing to do the work. And I have worked my way up in many different leadership positions and now in executive level positions with within for-profit education. And I've been in it about, about 15 years now. And so, yeah, I was wanting to be an attorney since, oh my God, maybe when I came out the womb, but hey, <laughs> it pivot happened at the college, right? And you know, things happen, right? And I wanted to go into the education side as well in the for-profit education. So yeah, that's where I've been. <laughs> so who are you now? We've, we've read the professional accolades and all yeah. things. Who is Dr. Ashley Little now? Who am I now? I've always had an entrepreneur spirit, right? I had the Babysitter's Club when I was young. So I was doing <laughs> the Babysitter's Club in the neighborhood. I know everybody read the Babysitter's Club book. That's I had right. the lemonade stand. Me and my sister, we was selling lemonade. And so I've always had that uh, about me as well, the entrepreneur spirit. So who I am today, I'm a corporate executive by day and a award-winning serial entrepreneur by night. Right yes. now? And so uh, 
I just love, you know, helping others, reaching back and pulling forward, serving others and uh, providing opportunities for others at the table and, you know, providing uh, ways for others to build their tables too. So my whole, my whole brand overall is about that, right? About creating your seat at the table, about helping others build their seat at the table and inviting others to the table. And so I know I do a lot of different things, but when you look at everything that I do is, you know, it always has that aspect in of connecting people, serving others and, um, you know, reaching back. When did you decide it was time to create your seat at the table? Oh, you know, my first book I wrote a couple years ago and I was part of a collaboration project, which was the one of the highlights of me really pushing out into entrepreneurship. But I wrote about some things that I never told the world in that book. OK, I wrote about some very traumatic things that happened in my life. And so my chapter in that book was called Dear Fear. And my chapter was Dear Fear, You Can't Have My Power. Mm. And I talked about some dramatic seasons I went through as a Black woman in corporate, corporate executive positions, right? Being the only one at the table, going through discrimination, right? And I'm still in uh, in executive level positions, but I'm with another company now. But I went through some traumatic seasons with a particular company. And I was at the table with people who did not look like me, right? I was at the table with uh, other genders, the, the uh, men, not my not women at all. I was the only Black woman at that. And so I was talking about different things that I had to face, right? And what I did was turn those lemons into lemonade. Now, I'm going to tell you, when I was in it, did I want to quit? Yes. <laughs> Did I question some things? Yes. You know, so it's a lot of different emotions I went through during those different times, you know, but I also had to remember while I was there, you know, mm -hmm. I was there for a reason. I deserve to be at the table. I worked hard to be at the table. Okay. I earned the right to be at the table. And I had to be confident in who I was at that table, regardless of who wanted me there, regardless of the, the different storms that came my way. You know, even though those things didn't feel good, I didn't understand them at that time, right? But I'm thankful for the mentors and coaches I had to be able to talk to. There were 30 steps ahead of me to help me navigate. But definitely God was first, right? Because he's always first. So Come without on. him, I would have made, made it, okay? <laughs> so him talking to God and then also, you know, my mentors also understanding that that comes with it. Right. I think a lot of people miss that part that it comes with the more you, you know, new levels bring new devils. Right. And I had to understand and I had to understand that. I said, you know, I'm going through these things. Yeah, I'm the only black woman. Yeah, I'm in executive level position. Yeah, I'm, I'm younger than people that are working for me. Right. And so I had to look at that, too. Also, you know. As we do know, I'm at the table with other Caucasian men who, hey, they're not used to that, right? Yes. But, you know, those traumatic seasons really push me out into entrepreneurship to really tell me, don't ever let anybody put, put you in a box to create your own legacy, create your own table, build your own table, right? And understand that you deserve to be at the table. So I wrote about that in my first book. And I tell you, I cried every day writing my book. And I also <laughs> talked about losing my grandfather in 2011. It was somebody that was very close to me. Me. That was the first time I lost somebody very close to me and lost my grandfather to cancer. And I went through depression for three years and nobody knew. And that's why I tell people I was smiling every day. I was getting it done. I was out here working. I was achieving, but I was going through depression. And that's why I tell people you never know what people are going through. So be kind, right? Mm -hmm. And also don't be jealous because you might can't do, you might can't endure some of these storms that they're going through that you don't know about, right? And so I Come wrote about that. <laughs> yes. And then I wrote about you know, my father having cancer a couple years later, but thank God he made it, right? Yeah. But that took me 
back into some forms of depression. And so I wrote about those things. I'm going to tell you every day I cried. And I remember at my book signing, I cried the whole time. And that was a healing process for me. But I'm so thankful that I shared my story because it really pushed me out to really going full force into entrepreneurship. And it helped me. And it was one of the ways, it was one of the roads to me building all the things that I'm doing now, right? Just sharing my story. And yeah. people coming to me saying, thank you for sharing your story. I'm going through that right now as a Black woman. Thank you for sharing your stories about depression. Thank you for, you know, the reviews I got from it. And I'm going to tell you, I was a little nervous at first because I was being vulnerable. I was getting ready to share parts of me nobody had ever, ever knew, but I'm so glad I did it. And yeah. that's why I tell people, even if you change one life, share your story. Woo. I wish y'all could see me giving my praise <laughs> hands right now. Because <laughs> was that a whole sermon or was that a whole sermon? You talked about fear and I'm so glad you, this is a perfect segue to my next question for you. Mm -hmm. What has been your exit strategy for fear? You know, understanding that it comes, right? Yeah. But it's all about how we handle it. Because I don't care who you are, we all go through fear. We all have some type of fear, right? It comes with it. But it's all about how are we gonna handle that fear and switching that to that positive mindset of course, what if what what's gonna happen? Like all the great things is gonna happen from this. Like using my book, for example, when you know that fear came up, oh, you about to share your story. Oh, you know, do you are you sure you wanna do these things that were coming up in my head? But I had to think about, oh my God, look at the places I'm gonna go by sharing my story. Look at the lives I'm going to change by sharing my story. Somebody needs to hear your story. You're not the only one that's going through this. Yeah. You know, so that's how I handle fear. Like, okay, yeah, you coming, but I'm not going to let you take over my mind. I'm not going to let yeah. you, because it's all in the mindset, right? And it's also my, my my relationship with God, too. I'm so thankful for that, because I'm telling you, like, I can't do none of this without him. That's why I don't take credit. I'm not self-made. I'm God-made. Yes. Come on. Okay, so you know, first of all, you get me all excited, Ashley. Okay, I'm all revved up over here. You know, Been Worthy the podcast is all about women of color sharing their worthy aha moment. And I know you got one ready for me. So tell me about your worthy aha moment, that moment when you realize not only are you worthy for all the things that love and life have to offer, but you've been worthy and you started moving accordingly. I'm going to tell you, when I really start working hard and really building my, my, my entrepreneur journey, yeah. that really showed me, okay, you don't, you, you don't have to be put in a box. You deserve it. You, you deserve all the great things that are coming ahead. You work hard. You got it. You have what it takes. Yeah. You've been helping companies for years make millions and billions of dollars. Now it's time for you to do it for yourself. Yeah. You know, and so those are some of my worthy aha moments that, you know, go get it right. Yeah. You know, continue to put God first and knowing that, yes, I deserve to be there. Right. I deserve to all the great things that are coming my way. I work hard. I put the work in. Right. And most of all, serving others too, serving others. OK, so I think this is my first time interviewing an 11 time best selling author. Can we talk about that? So. How did you start? You okay? So you're an eleven times, you know, best-selling author. You you've been able to write your story right in the way that you wanted to, the parts of the story that you wanted to share in the way that you wanted to share them. How did you start accepting the parts of your story that you didn't write? Oh, that's a good question. How did I start accepting the parts of my story that I did not write? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, as I continue to write, mm -hmm. more of me comes out 
in each book, right? Yeah. Or I'm sharing stuff in each book about a part of my life. And as you know, as we continue to go, we're continuing to write our story. Mm -hmm. And so me accepting it, it has, has, has been you know, a great experience, right? Um, accepting who I am, accepting that, you know, that my story deserves to be shared with the world. And so I'm going to tell you, as I continue to write, because I'm still writing now, I'm still sharing parts, right? And did I share all with my first one? No, but I shared a lot of me, right? Mm-hmm. And it has just really, I'll continue to open more opportunities for me to continue to share. And so um, I, writing is healing for me. Right. And so I get a lot of healing from writing. Um, Also, it helps me, um, you know, I love journaling and really just sharing, being able to share with the world different parts of me. So that's a great question. I mean, I'm I'm accepting as I go, but as I go, I'm sharing more. Yeah. So tell me where this confidence, this ability to stand in your power comes from, because you do it so well and so gracefully. Oh man, at an early, early age, my mom always, you know, instilled in us, me and my sister and my brother, that, you know, you got to earn what you want in this world. You got to take what you want and be confident, be confident in what you want, right? I mean, and go get it, right? Even if you don't know how to do it well and you want to do it, go do it and figure it out. Yeah. And so that's really where it came from. It just come from, I, I give a lot of it to definitely God first. And then my mom, she's been a great ex- inspiration in my life throughout my journey of knowing that you got to work hard for it. You got to earn it. You got to take it, but definitely make sure you're confident uh, for it as well. And then I also want to give that to my HBCU as well, North Carolina yeah. A&T, because it taught me that I could go in any room, right? Yeah. I can go in any room and own it and to never take no for an answer. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So talk to your present self, who you are right now, from your future self. What do you have to look forward to? You know, great things, great things. Um, Hey, empires are being built. That's what I have to look forward to. Empires are being built. Legacies continue to be created. And I want to continue to create a legacy that when I'm gone, that, that she, you know, every person that she came in contact with, that she was able to change their life or add to their life or bring value to their life. That's what I want to be known for, you know, creating opportunities for others and making sure that everybody I come in contact with, right, that we, you know, that they are able to, I'm able to serve them, right, and able to help them in some way and bring some type of value. Yeah. So this has truly been like a rapid fire episode. I don't know how we're moving so quick, <laughs> but we're getting through it. You're dropping it through. Gems. I'm empowered and inspired. At the end of each episode, I like to end with a rapid fire game. So, you know, this is right on the line with alignment with what I like to do. <laughs> yes. So if you're up for the challenge with this rapid fire game, I will say a word and I want you in five seconds or less to say the first word that comes to mind. Okay. You up for the challenge? You ready? Let's go. <laughs> okay. Self-love. Ashley. (laughs) Happiness. My life. Fear. Corporate America. HBCU. Family. Creating your seat at the table. Legacy. Women. Resilient. Black. Strong. Worthy. Compassionate. Woo! You did it! 
like, yeah, I can make it through it. <laughs> you did great. You did great. You powered through as you did this interview. I am blown away. I feel like I have had such an, an incredible seat at your table watching you and how you've grown and developed and all the things that you're doing. You're constantly speaking on a stage and empowering those to do exactly what it is that you've been doing, specifically those in the black community. And I am here for it. I applaud you for it. I'm in awe of it. And I'm so grateful that you're committed to this journey and you're showing up in all the ways that God has created you to do. So thank you, Dr. Ashley Little, for your time, for your story, for your voice, for your journey. We are all inspired by it. And I'm so excited that you got to share this on Been Worthy, the podcast. And thank you so much, Dominique, for this amazing opportunity. I can't wait to see all the things that God is going to do through your company. Congratulations on being worthy media and all the amazing things that you have done and continuing to do, okay? Because you have definitely broke many glass ceilings. So I can't wait to continue to see you shine and shine and shine. Thank you so much, Dr. Ashley Little. You guys stay tuned for the next episode of Been Worthy, the podcast. I have another amazing woman who is breaking ceilings, glass ceilings, as Dr. Ashley Little said. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. <laughs>